0: Welcome to Digital Cowboys Game Club. I'm Alex Shaw. I'm Tony Atkins. Tony, explain what this is, because I'm just as bewildered as you are. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, what's actually happening in the main show is that we, we found ourselves doing some really interesting topics, but at the end of the day, we, we're running out of time to talk about games. Now, we're not going to say we're not going to include any games in the future on the Digital Cowboys... or The Digital Cowboys the main, main show. Basically. The main show, um, as and when it 's appropriate, and we have time to fit it in there, but really what 's happened recently is Alex and me want to talk about in depth topics. we want to talk about some news articles at the end of the day. the games are starting to get pushed off the, the back end of the main show, which is mm. to me a good thing because it means that you know we have plenty to talk about
0: and it makes our podcast slightly different from you know hundreds and hundreds of thousands of other ones out there
1: exactly but um at the request of lots of people, they actually strangely want to know our opinions on some of the latest releases of which we have been unable to actually supply to them so we've got the new idea and yes yeah i'm sure we've got friends from gamer dog and whatnot that we're going to have a midweek show or a tuesday show in this this case to talk about the games that we have been playing the digital cowboys have been playing so um also obviously we're going off the packs christ when is it now a few hours now Al. Uh,
0: two days well tomorrow night no tomorrow uh, thursday morning this is the tuesday night
1: so that's our big thing to get out of the way. But once we come back to Pax, we're going to have a big, brand new, spanking forum for all our digital cowboys listeners to actually jump on and talk about this stuff. And one of the be- best things about this forum, and we actually must introduce um, Council X or Stephen Jones, who's actually going to be uh, the community manager for all this stuff. Um, he's going to take control of the forums, and, and you know, hopefully, well. They're going to be nothing without the Digital Cowboys listeners, of course, going in there. But part of this game club is going to be talking about games that we've been playing, and we want feedback on what people also, um, the forum goers' um, opinions on these games are as well. So it's going to be a critical part of the Digital Cowboys, um, but still a sideshow of the Digital Cowboys. OK,
0: right. So uh, the two games we've got today, uh, we're going to be doing are Trials HD and Shadow Complex, which we have been doing, respectively, Tony Trials HD me shadow complex but we can also look back on the summer of arcade releases because we've pretty much between us got all of them apart from explosion man so uh well i think you know we're, we're now at the end of the summer so it's, it's kind of time to talk
1: about <laughs> well, microsoft it. officially says end of yeah, summer. Summer's over.
0: Well, thank you very much microsoft
1: <laughs> looking results outside have been... now. <laughs> yeah well, looking outside it is getting a bit gray and the clouds are starting to come over and the sun hasn't really shined for the last few well, month or so it's
0: 20 past seven of course it's getting a bit gray yeah. okay
1: yes yeah, so uh this is new. Bear with us. We're going to try to work out the format, but uh, this will be the official Digital Gal guys game club episode. We're not going to name it episode one, but this is yeah the inaugural one.
0: I'm going to try not to edit it too heavily either. This is going to be more about just the raw speaking, just the just chatting about games, right?
1: So without further ado, let's look back at the summer of arcade. Right. Um, I thought it'd be a good idea to actually take a quick look back of the 2008. Xbox 360 uh, release list of the summer arcade. Just to refresh our memories, what this summer of arcade really had to uh, to go up against. So if you imagine all the way back to summer 2008, twinkle in there in your eye. Oh yeah, something.
0: Some, um, oh yeah, I've got it. Braid. Yeah. Bionic Commander.
1: Well, oh. it, yeah. So we had Geronchy Wars 2, Braid, Bionic Commander Rearmed, Gallagher Legions, and Castle Crashers. Now, which of those you think stood up the test of time? You know, the the, the inaugural kind of releases of the Xbox, and they, you know, very very hyped up. And uh, looking back at those, I think the only one I actually picked up was Sprayed. Hmm.
0: I also picked up Bionic Commander Realms, uh and which I only just finished actually the other week, straight after Shadow Complex. And uh, I'm not going to go too in depth into it, but I honestly recommend it for 800 points. It is a fucking cracking game so I mean it really doesn't matter if you played the original because I never did and uh, uh, you know our, our good friend Paul did play it and uh, I think I don't know he, he always found it a bit too hard but there was a recent um, update which basically allowed you to have infinite lives now I eventually went through and got the update because the last few levels were killing me mm-hmm. um, and it was just so all you really sacrifice is a little bit of pride and having to basically restart the levels over and over again so you know it's all you're taking out is an annoying restart point. So it's, they've made it a bit easier, but it's also a bit more manageable. So it's, I, I thoroughly recommend it for 800 points, Barnet Commander Rearmed.
1: And for me, obviously when I played out of that lot was Braid, and I've spoken many times on the show about my love of Braid, and I still stand by that. I think it was unique, original, still nothing else that had come out like it, um, and with a twist ending which really just segregated the people into either loving it or hating it. I fell on the love side, uh, I know plenty, plenty of people that said it was pretentious and fell on the hate side, but at least it, you know, it, it had some, something in there to actually have a big discussion about, god. And boy, did we have some discussions over, you know, just check back around that time. We had plenty of big discussions about that game.
0: It got fairly heated.
1: But, um, I mean, looking back at, uh, with the new rating system on the, on the 360, I can say that pretty much what Jump was, Braid, um, Bionic Commando and Castle Crashes are all pretty much high up there in the, in the top, te- the top 10 games still on Xbox 360. So, that's telling you something. Gallagher Galaga Legions, on the other hand, hmm. <laughs> wasn't wasn't it's such a simpler
0: it. time. It's it's it was it's sort of an update. Um, yeah, it was
1: a uh, completely update. They did the, yeah. the whole kind of uh, kind of press back on the on the controller And it. You know, it changed back to the, kind of the original style over the. Uh, the they new, should
0: uh, do that for every single game. Much, yeah. Seriously, Monkey Island is, is essential to look back and go, wow, that was brilliant. Uh, what they've done with it now is, is great.
1: So leaving that, that time period behind us, let's bring us all the way back up to this summer. Uh, 2009 and the Xbox Live Summer of Arcade kicked off with Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Did it? Was that the first one? I think so. Hmm. I mean, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure. Okay, right. Uh, well, I bought it and I've
0: played it a bit. Played it. Uh, actually played it with Hendrix and uh, Shifts a couple of times. Uh, honestly, haven't played it much since but I'm really glad I have it. I will be going back to it. Um, if you... Owned the original. I owned it on the Dreamcast, PlayStation Two, and then Xbox. So this is the fourth time I've had it. Uh, it's pretty much identical to the Dreamcast one. Everyone who is complaining about the whole, oh, it's widescreen, but it's not widescreen because you can't go back beyond the borders. Shut the fuck up. Okay. Yeah, explain us Stop whining. Me. Basically, what happened is um, they've they've now sh- they can now show you what would be there if it wasn't just black borders on the side of the uh, on either side. Okay, so you can't jump into those uh, those areas, but it. It hardly registers. You're too busy chucking yourself at the other person and and spamming um, various, you know, just different mashing of button presses. I mean, yes, for the true MVC, you know, aficionados then they'll they'll obviously love the original version, but they'll already have it on the Dreamcast. Yeah, and they won't think- even like the Xbox three sixty anyway.
1: So. What I don't get about it though, surely is with the you know the it being four point three, you know, running at sixty Hertz and, and all that wonderful jazz, they don't change the gameplay at all by keep, you know preventing it from being widescreen, which would automatically change what the priority of the original game was. You know, and, and but and the yeah, great so thing-
0: you'd have to run back further and you could run forward yeah. further, but it would have changed the rhythm of the whole game.
1: Exactly, so I don't understand the argument. So what would people rather have? Just you know coloured bars like they used to do in the original Xbox Live arcade stuff where you know it's just be a static background with a 4.3 image I'd, I quite like the idea that you're still getting this illusion you're playing in a widescreen mode yeah. without actually it, you know changing the gameplay at all from something that's pretty much perfect
0: It actually makes the game hold up a lot better these days than a lot of the uh, Neo Geo games that have been coming out more recently like uh, the most recent King of Fighters 98 for, for example dull as dishwater honestly um, but- But MVC 2, love it, brilliant. Uh, uh, It's probably not worth 1,200 points unless you're a major MVC fan, but it's got all the characters unlocked, so you don't have to slog through joylessly plugging away at the arcade mode um, when you could just be playing decent two-player matches with everyone, and it gives you a lot more variety.
1: I enjoyed it coming round to your house, apart from the point where um you know I was just about to win that battle when you had no health whatsoever until you got oh, giant gun, giant gun, giant gun, yeah, and there was nothing I could do for and that really pissed me off and i i, I liked i really, really did like it um for me. It's a fighter, so...
0: I'm. You don't like fighting say. games because you don't like losing. And in a fighting game, there's always <laughs> got to be a loser.
1: <laughs> oh, well, I, I remember kicking Ratso's ass on uh, Street Fighter 4 when he came to our, your game. Never going to let that down, is he? Uh, well, OK, move uh, on yes.
0: from MVC 2 because I think that's, that's pretty much divided. Uh,
1: we move on to Splosure Man, the only 800-point... You know, controversially, the only originally time 800-point game before Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles dropped down to the 800-point game. Mm. But, um, but neither of us have brought this.
0: No, um, I, I didn't buy it because I played it and I was like, eh, it's a fair, nice enough platform game, but I, it, it reminded me of N Plus, and that wasn't a good thing for me. I, I don't <laughs> like N Plus. I've Adnoxious. played the demo
1: probably half a dozen times now, and have come so close to buying each and every time, and there's always something just in the way that has prevented me from doing it. Whether it's you know a, a future arcade release or something else coming out as uh, retail, and I don't know why, because it seems to you know hit every kind of um, Nerve that I need to actually go out and buy. you know spend money on these arcade games. You know, it looks fun. It's got you know it's from the guys that did them all, uh, which is quite a fun little game as well. And uh, everybody I've spoken to has really, really liked it. And I think it's one of the surprise ones from um, the whole kind of a uh, summer of arcade. So I don't know why I haven't brought it. by I haven't? So I can't really talk about any uh, knowledge on it.
0: No. Okay. Well, but we'll leave Splosion Man to the fans, shall we? Mm. Okay. Next.
1: Teenage Mutant Ninja. Is it Ninja or is it? It's never
0: been Hero. Hero is an illusion thrown up by the British government.
1: <laughs> so it is Ninja. Right, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Four Turtles in time. Turtles in I time. I never know what, know what
0: happened to two and three because there was one which is the really basic one which has been on XBLA before, 400 points, and then there's four. So, I mean, four was uh, was a popular one in both arcades and on the SNES. Um, we played it the other day from beginning to end, or almost end, well, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, three players, the way it's meant to be played, and um, yeah, it's it's just a very very basic beat 'em up where you hammer on the attack button, and you can. Th- there was a nice little thing where you can chuck dudes into the screen, which is a nice little. Bit of using, mm. uh, was it, I suppose it would have used mode seven or something like that in the on the snares. Um, and they've they've prissied up the graphics a bit, but it, it bears no relation to the more recent TMNT film, which is kind of now my my abiding vision of the turtles. Um, hang on.
1: <laughs> the cat agrees, Al. The cat agrees. <laughs> Kick the cat. <laughs> Sorry, cat.
0: Right. Um, um as, it's it's just really basic compared to Streets of Rage Two, which is half the price, which is much more complex and much more interesting, and there's so many more moves you can do in in Streets of Rage Two. So I'm just going to keep going back to this same one.
1: I must admit, I was completely underwhelmed by the whole experience. And I mean, our friend Paul was accidentally brought it i mean he, he tapped the wrong he pressed buy instead of uh get you know get trial game which is completely stupid but hey uh and he justifies that he felt like it was a good purchase i i've never been a big fan of the the sideways scrolling beat em ups um i quite enjoy streets of rage i must admit but this just it, it seems like a completely of a different era and for all the the reworking of the graphics engines it's just did nothing for me I, I got in really bored really quickly with it and the fact that they wanted to originally uh, make you pay 1200 points for this just I mean how pissed off would you have been for that I think downloading that game for 1200 points And what we completed in what half hour 40 minutes
0: 40 minutes or so Well, we didn't complete it we got up to shredder <laughs> And then we were just running at him and trying to, trying to, you know, work out his combinations. And basically he just was, you know, cheating fuck a boss. No, you're not going to kill me. No, 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 no. I'm going to explode and shower you with shurikens. No, shut. So we got to like the last little bit of life for him left and then he regenerated some energy or something. And then we died and that was it. So do it all again then. No, we're not going to. We're never going to do it again. And we're also going to say your game is shit. So that's revenge.
1: I think it it obviously falls into the Galaga legions uh, category. Good idea, but I don't think it really sells itself very well at all. So uh,
0: I would have preferred just the original arcade version for 400 points. At least that would have been honest.
1: Yeah, and you you would have seen what it was, you know, what the game was for its time. And I think by updating it, it just yeah now it just looks like a pretty not particularly interesting game. Um, So I don't think it's helped it any you know anything at all. So moving on, that brings us up to two of the games that we both think probably deserve, or I think deserves, the most attention. And for you, we, Rob,
0: is, is, was Monkey Island never counted in this?
1: Equation? No, because it was the week before. Ah,
0: that is before summer started. Summer's only five weeks long.
1: It is, i I think yeah, you could probably count it if you want, but not officially.
0: Well, okay, it's it's one of the best of the games, but anyway.
1: Yeah, so the last two games are, are Trials HD and Shadow Complex. I got completely sucked into Trials HD. Alex got completely sucked into Shadow Complex. So, uh, without having time to talk about these in, sh- in the podcast, let's do them justice now.
0: Okay. You go first, Trials HD.
1: <laughs> right, Trials HD.
0: It came chronologically earlier, so there you go.
1: It does, yeah, so I'll, I'll tackle this. Trials HD, um, brought to us by, I think, Red Links, uh, whose previous games pretty much uh, consist of engaged titles. Yes, there was somebody out there developing for that platform. Um, Trials 2 Second Edition, which basically was an early version, came out last year. I think about 2000, yeah, 2008, uh, which was PC. I heard lots of people talking about it on Steam, um, but must admit I never got round to it. They've done some stuff like Warhammer 40K on PSP and um, the DS, but really this is their first, as I would count it, really big. Game that seems to be getting a hell of a lot of buzz, hell of a lot of media attention, and for it to be in the Summer of Arcade has, has done them, you know, complete favours, and they said the game has sold really, really well, so that's really good. But to give you a, a basic idea for it, um, it's a really simple concept, and the you know, the older people amongst our listener group, um, it's very similar to stuff like, I don't know, what, Kickstart, back on the Amiga, I remember playing like Kickstart 2 back in 19... Christ, it would have been 87, 88, something like that. It's a really long, long time ago, so... The general concept, and it's, it's so simple. You're on a bike, the bike needs to go from point A to point B of the screen. So from left of the screen to the right of the screen. Uh, easy to keep me with me at the moment. Um, your abilities are forward, brake, lean forward, and lean backwards.
0: There's some slight right. variations in the movement though, isn't there? What? Lean that's forward. In like lean forward. Is, is it, is it, uh, analog, or is it, uh, does it have, that no, it, tiny little, uh, nuance can add it. It's complete analog. You yeah. were leaning forward or you were... Yeah.
1: Okay. It's complete analog control, so you can tilt your bike at, you know, 90 degrees or 2 degrees, depending on what you want to do. Yeah. And the whole purpose is, and, and it breaks down into this, Um you gotta get, obviously, from point A to point B, and it's all about how fast you can get there. Now, early on in the game, this is fairly easy. You just, you know, you're, you're going over a couple of ramps, Um, you know tiny little jumps and you're getting through the, the checkpoint really really quickly now as you progress through the game it becomes increasingly more difficult surprise surprise but to the point where you end up at the back end of the game on the extreme levels where literally what you're actually doing you're playing a platformer because from point a to point b isn't very simple at all it's 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 like you may need to jump over a box but the box is bigger than the bike and you've got to work out how to Manipulate your bike to the point where it was going to jump this solid object, but at, you know, looking at the screen, you think, "Well, it, it can't do it, doesn't you know, it?" There's no um, way in this world. I mean, the laws of physics. So they say this is a very physics-heavy game, and I think somewhat the physics have been exaggerated because some of the stuff I've done in this game, I, I can't imagine any human being ever attempting without uh, you know, death at the very end of this. Um, so, simple concept, but what they've done. And this is something that General she was 2 did last year they 've introduced kind of like different tiers, so you can just beat a stage so you can go from A to b beat the stage. Um, the next kind of level i 'd say is from is trying to get a better time for for a gold medal, so a to B and you want to get a a, a higher medal, so you 've got to be slightly more skilled at that to get that and then that goes <laughs> then that goes on to well, I want to get from there and to get gold quite often you, you need zero tries so instead of like saying well i can get to you know here really you know i, I can get from a to b in uh, a minute and a half with 20 retries so if you just press b you restart at the nearest checkpoints and there's loads of checkpoints here or if you press the back button you instantly restart within about a second back at the, the start of the um uh, the level and so you start going, well, I'm, I'm going to try to go for this with no tries. So there's like this addictive nature. And then on top of that, they stick your leader, your, your friends right on top of the screen so you can see how well they're doing. And at the end of the, uh, when you've completed the, the run, then it tells you where you are in the world and where you are situated against your friends. So there's always a competitive aspect to this. So on the face of it, it's like, well, it's, it's not very complex. I mean, I, you know, it's just, you know, it's get, there to there really really quickly but you add in the ability to have the competition against your friends and it becomes an absolutely a- addicted nightmare <laughs> sort of <laughs> i mean i've spent hours just pressing the back button I and mean, i've done singular co- courses probably about 40 to 50 times just press by pressing the back button because what happens is you'll be racing down the course and you think yeah i can do better this i, I understand now how to get over this obst- obstacle um, so, and then you'll get a bit further, and you'll crash out, and you go right back button, and you'll get over the obstacle maybe on the first try now, and then it, you'll you'll move on to the the next obstacle. And so it's basically just about memory pattern and learning these things, and knowing that if you land on the front you know, on your back wheel, then you're going to get somewhat of a speed boost, and you don't want to land. And it's all about position of the bike. So really, really simple in concept, but so brilliantly executed. Um, Another ability is they, they put these, uh, replays in. So I think they, I think it's for the f- top thousand people you can watch a replay. Um, and it's really quick, really, really seamless. So you can actually go, well, how, why am I failing at this? How do people do this? And you quick replay and you can watch the masters in the world and you'll just, you're never going to live up to them. But, uh, you can get at least an idea how they would go over the box. Now the good thing about this, although it's really, really simple, gameplay mechanics they're actually quite deep if you really you know time you get to the extreme levels that as i said there's like a box and you're thinking well there's no way you're getting over this box what you actually realize in the extreme levels is it's all about weight management if you come into this maybe a straight and you push on the brake so you do an endo so you you know the front of your bike's leaning forward as it bounces back to lean back if you put on the accelerator your your bike's automatically going to jump up somewhat and then if you push your weight forward you can then push your, your bike up onto the you know the front wheel onto the platform and if you're lucky enough you can get some grip on the back wheel and then push yourself over these obstacles. So it's there's some really um great learning curve to it. Now, it's not for everybody. I know Alex that you played the demo and I think it gave you a headache, you said. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it made me kind of dizzy, and, and just the, I just having to repeat, 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 repeat actually made my brain crazy because my, I, I was going, I've done this. It's done. So why am I starting from the beginning again each time? You love that. I know that. You love the, every golf game you've ever played. You, you adore that kind of thing. It's just not the way my mind works.
1: Yeah, for me, it's all about the competition. It's about you know, trying to beat your friends and trying to be the best at something. And, you know, yeah. trying to, and even, even taken outside that, it's just trying to be you – know, achieve these things in like zero attempts although the the final level inferno 2 i'm one of four people on my friends list that have managed to get past it and i believe on my friends list there's about 30 people who have purchased this game so it does become really quite insanely hard and i think on the final level i've done 256 checkpoints restarts because i'm like there's no way i'm going to do this um you know, just in one run but the fact that i've managed to get past it is you know is is really quite a good thing so um whether I think this game is for everybody, I don't know. I think it, it has a really simple concept and I think the learning curve is actually pretty damn good. Um, if you don't like the, the repetitive nature of something, maybe not for you, but uh, it, it's got some fun stuff as well. It, it's got The multiplayer in itself is trying to beat your friends, but there's a like a tournament section where they just take the whole concept of it completely over the top, like you'll be inside a, a cylinder ball and you've got to run down this course, you know, insane course, and see how long you can actually manage to keep your bike upright inside of it or they stick a, a rocket-powered booster pack or you've got to throw yourself down this cliff to see how many bo- bones you can break in your body. So it, it, it knows it, it's quite fun. But, um, there's also user generated concept, which, you know, thanks to the, the, expo- the, wonderful Xbox 360 architecture doesn't allow you, you know, you can share it with your friends, but there's no worldwide stuff. So it's not, no little bit planet where, you know, amazing levels are being designed. You, you're going to have to rely on your friends to do that kind of stuff. But, uh, a big shout out to, um, Foolish and Fluffin and Hendrix from Super Fun Time Show is pretty damn good at it as well. So, uh, uh, I think, uh, Foolish was one of those people I was convinced, yes, I gotta, I gotta beat him on everything, and, uh, since I've gone back and looked at it, because I've been moving on to other games, he's beaten quite a few of my times, but, uh, I did finally do the, the expert level, so I'm quite happy. So, uh, to review it, I would, uh, I'm gonna go with a five point scale on reviews. I'll, I'll tell you why one day we cover reviews, because I just think it makes more sense. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, why, and wh- I, why not just tell us now? But, okay, tell us the, um, your review score and then just tell us why because the, the review system is very important for Game Club so what's your score?
1: My score is 5 out of 5 it's, I thought it would be Yeah, yeah um, um, like I say it, and we've said this time and time again yet certain games aren't for certain people and I'm, I'm convinced this game isn't for you um, just because I know you and I know the way your, your mind works I don't think you get the value out of it but for me it's the, you know it's an arcade game that has held my interest far, far longer than a lot so the fact that I played it probably... Christ, I was doing to like 2am stints, just trying to beat certain times and, and get certain tracks and became quite addicted to it for at least a week. That's, uh, to me, you know, for an arcade game, I'm, I was more than happy to, put, to play the 1200 points. So, 5 out of 5. Now, on to review scores. Mm. Um, this is actually a shout out to another show that I listened to, Big Red Potion. They did a, a fantastic talk about, um, you know, the 10 point system and how fundamentally it's pretty flawed um i don't know how deep you want to go into it but uh yeah it's it's just the way that what one to five i don't think anyone's going to pick up a game between that you know it just it's you know they pretty much mean the same thing i know i know five should just mean average but let's face it most people see a five they're not going to go anywhere near it but if you see anything below a five there's no chance you're going to go anywhere near it um and then it's all just a a gradient between you know a seven really is average and eight and a nine and if you get into like Point scales. Let's face it, I don't really want to ever really give out a 10 out of 10 because I don't think any game probably deserves to be perfect. Because all and all, it ever does is cause fanboy arguments. Let's face it, because look at Grand Theft Auto did, Grand Theft Auto 4 did this year, and when Edge ever gives out a 10, Christ, there's just consistently bitching and moaning about stuff like that. So I, you know, I think I'm more comfortable giving out a five and just saying, you know what, it's a really, really good game. If you like this this kind of genre game, you're absolutely love this. I mean, what do you feel about it? Am I completely off my rocker? Oh,
0: uh, uh trial HD?
1: No, as in, you know, the review system. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Uh, the review system, yeah. To me, I, I almost want to go make it even more refined so that it's just, uh, rent, buy or avoid. Cause I, I kind of, I don't know. Um, I, I, I'm very much a, a believer of that if a game is of a high quality, then you should buy it. And it ultimately comes down to your personal taste as to whether you'd yep. like it. Like, for example, Madden. We know that Madden's an excellent high-quality game. And yep, you know that if you if you like Madden, you're not going to rent it or avoid it. So just buy it and don't worry about the actual grade.
1: Yeah, but you do end up in shades there because, you know, I, I, I I'd really like Madden, and if I, you know, I rented it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't buy it. I, I guess, you know, FIFA to me would be slightly different, but there are certain games I think most people would be willing to buy, but there's a hell of a lot of good games that you just say rent, and even if they're absolute five-star games, mm-hmm. just say it's a single-player game with a six-hour storyline, a lot of the time it's like, well, if I can complete it in six hours and I can get all the enjoyment, although it's an absolute classic stunner of a game, i'm not too sure i'd be comfortable with saying to someone yeah you should buy it and spend your 40 pounds on that knowing that in reality what i would be doing is renting it and uh you know singing its praises because it's a you know a fantastic game but at the same time thinking well you know i'd rather just rent it have six hours and send it back and i know that's horrible and cynical and game makers should get their money but you know all the time these services are out there i, I don't know
0: I'd make hay while the sun shines, there's not long for this particular, uh, market, uh, is renting. Um the, there are two other uh, systems that I, that we could discuss, uh, or, or we could uh, look into. Um Roger Ebert marks films out of four stars. Which is interesting <laughs> because the idea being that he's not going to mark anything five stars because that, that would yeah, be like perfection. But that's just perfect. taking the
1: ten point system and doing exactly what I said, which is, you know, fill in the need that, and nothing will ever be perfect. But. Hmm.
0: Okay. Uh, and the other one is, um, uh something you mentioned the other day about is it worth 40 bucks? Is it worth 30 bucks? You know, so we could basically put it, so, so somehow monetize it, um, which is actually something that will last. Because ultimately a lot of games, if they're short, get low scores because of slightly lower scores or points knocked off for that uh, matter of fact. But we could say something like, I don't know, you beat Batman Arkham Asylum in a day or two, didn't you? Which I'm assuming would mean you'd knock a few stars off because you wouldn't really be um, playing it over and over and over again like you would maybe, I don't know, uh, Call of Duty or Halo. Um, but if you say this is this this game is worth this much say £30 or £40 pounds, that puts it in perspective so people can just keep that, um, that price point in mind so that when they do see it for that price they go ah there you go £30, pounds, £40, pounds, dollars, whatever however in America by the sounds of it games kind of retain their value a lot more than in uh, the UK it's a whole different ball
1: game so yeah. that might not work I don't know uh, that's why I think the 5 star system equals it out somewhat better
0: yeah, I, 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 I'm not going to argue with five stars. That's a, it's a pretty, you know, it's a tried and tested system. So
1: yeah. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of that comes from Giant Bomb. I just like the way that they can give a five star out and not be literally just flame Ward for that, because you know, a five star is slightly. Oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you gave Zelda the Twilight Princess an 8.5. It's clearly a nine or ten.
1: Uh, yeah. don't, don't get me started on the 0.5 scores as well because really does a 0.5 I mean anything all that is is literally flame war baiting
0: and why it's, go for 0.5 as opposed to just 95% or 100% being a 100% perfect game
1: I, I think 90%. what we should do for the the, the game club honestly is, is go over the 5 point system and let the review speak You know, it's like I say Trials HTT to me would be a 5 out of 5 yeah. now hopefully I've made a good enough job to explain that maybe if you're not Why, into that, what, you
0: know, yeah, what uh, you're into. Yeah.
1: If you're not into that game, then it, it wouldn't necessarily count for that. But if you are into this kind of genre, no doubt you tried the demo and it anyway. But my opinion is that you know it's a must-have in you know in this little genre niche that it actually exists on the network. So, right. uh, please, I mean, send feedback if if you have your own ideas of how we should actually. Uh, uh, rate games and let us know, but you know, yeah,
0: post on the forum. There should be a thread of uh, how should the ratings work, and we need to get that one sorted out pretty quickly. So, well, well for the
1: time it. being, it is going to be up on the blog, and the forum won't be up and running really until we're we're back, yeah, you know, solidly back from PAX. But it uh, will be a uh, something up in the forum in the future, no doubt, just to you know, talk about that particular issue. Because the it, blog like your forum for now. Yeah, for the for now, the blog is your forum. But anyway, to Shadow Complex, surely the most celebrated game I've seen on uh, the Xbox Live Arcade of recent memory of, maybe other than monkey island but uh, it seems to be getting a hell of a lot of buzz so tell me why i should have brought this
0: um right well monkey islands kind of surfing in on a wave of nostalgia so it's kind of difficult to really assess that uh hd's been getting mad props i mean everyone i've been you know who's, who's bought it loves it so i've not spoken to anyone else apart from me who's kind of non-plus by it so i i, I would discount my opinion on it, it was so. ditto
1: for me and Shadow uh, <laughs> Uh, Shadow Complex, I don't know
0: why you don't like it. You, you say you haven't played any Metroidvania games. I, I, we've heard a lot about this game and I don't want to repeat what other people have said because it's boring and it's well, just... Do, do you want me to put my two sets out there or do you want to set,
1: yeah. set the, the, the stage first?
0: Um, okay, I'll set the stage. Dude is out walking with his girlfriend, uh, then they come to a Shadowy Complex, his girlfriend gets captured by Cobras and taken in. And uh, so he goes into the complex looking for her and starts murdering soldiers left, right, and center <laughs> um, uh, for, for, with no provocation for no reason and uh, picking up weapons and picking up gadgets and searching around the place and using – you know, he's an ordinary guy who was trained by his father who works for the NSA or wherever. And, uh, he, you know, he does all these killer moves and everyone said, said this already uh, and, and just so – yeah, he starts trashing the place, and within a few, except, what, what could potentially just be a few minutes, becomes this sort of uh, hyper-powered super-soldier charging around the place, trashing the joint, and, uh, and basically taking down this mini miniature private army who are setting up to invade the United States from within. And that's Shadow Complex.
1: <laughs> so, all I ever hear is Metrovania. Please explain to me what the hell Metrovania is. Metroidvania
0: means um, it's a free roaming platforming environment but it's one set map and uh you have to acquire new abilities to ach- uh, to get to uh, previously hidden uh, sections of the map like uh you know when in Metroid Prime you played Metroid Prime right You can roll into a ball and go through those small things. But imagine that on a 2D plane, so you can use that to get through a small hole, or use a jetpack to double-jump your way up to a a previously inaccessible ledge. Um, And it's Metroidvania in that um, both Metroid and Castlevania, from Symphony of the Night onwards uh, at least, maybe some earlier ones, I'm not really down with that series... Um, there's you just you keep it you check the map you go right I haven't been to this room yet how can I get there and it's basically about looking at your abilities and trying to use what you have to get to where you haven't been yet and in the case of Shadow Complex every time you enter a new room it throws a question mark up at you if there's something in there a goodie that you can get um, and there's hundred there's like a hundred and fifteen odd pickups in this game you know ranging from you know having a few extra rockets to actually having uh, like a well there's gold bars I'm not going to say what happens if you get all the gold bars but it's ridiculous <laughs> but <laughs> think uh, is a war yeah think is a war <laughs>
1: um, but does this lead to a lot of backtracking as well yes but at the same
0: time it okay it didn't matter to me Yeah, if if you don't like the backtracking don't buy the game because they, they, this is very much a, a game where you you slowly get to know your environment and and you go right so there was this furnace I couldn't get to here I'm going to remember that for later hey now I've got this ability to run at supersonic speeds maybe I'll try it there oh still doesn't work right um but and you just keep going back to these sort of rooms and just trying to. Find as much of the map as you can and just get all the items. I got 100% of the items and 100% of the map. You don't have to. I mean, you can get through the game on, like, 4% or something like that if you, like, do this incredibly twisted, cheaty way of doing it.
1: But what did you complete it in the first time round? then, just going oh, for the that story? Took, and- that took me 10 hours. Uh, so that's, a, that's a fair meat of a game, anyway. That's
0: a chunky game. But, I mean, so much of that is just the same thing over and over again. If you like what the game becomes. At about, I'd say about two, three hours in, you'll have begun to realise what the game is. As you, re- that, Everyone always seems to mention the aiming. The aiming doesn't matter, because after a few hours, you've got a gun so awesome that you charge <laughs> into a room and just start firing, and everyone suddenly flings themselves in front of you and dies. And it's, it's, You don't have to aim. There's none of that sort of... Boxing left and right and stuff, and and if you do, then that you 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 put the level up a uh, kind of advanced, and you're you're playing it higher than maybe you should. Um, the, the the whole point of the game appears to be get into a room, clear it out as soon as possible, and then hunt for treasure, and then move on, and 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 just you know find as much of the places on the map as you possibly can. It's about exploration and um, using all these new abilities, and my god, is it fun! I was, I was talking to Elaine from um, uh, some other castle while I was doing it, so I was way further than her in the game, and she was just starting it, and she was like, yeah, I smacked you! While she was smacking around the guards at the beginning, I was like, oh, wait till you get super power. And you basically, um, by, by the time you're at the end and you start smacking dudes around, they're flying 50 feet into the air, and it's, it, you've got crazy powers. But I was sort of just saying, oh, you, you don't have the, the double jump yet, yeah, I've got the triple jump. And Rocket pack, uh, yeah, and and the phone gun, and there's there's just all these bits and bobs you can get, and uh, just you no, know, to, to uh, add to your abilities, and experimentation with what you've got is is the uh, the key to it here. And ultimately, I'm not sure I'm going to go back to this game and play it over and over and over and over and over again. But I I will tell you this for now. I've it's been a long time since I played any game quite as exhaustively as I played this. And the story is a bunch of nincompoop. <laughs> <laughs> bollocks seriously there was some dispute with, as to whether Orson Scott Card who has uh, come, out, come out as being fairly uh, uh, fairly right wing and has written pamphlets on the idea that homosexuals should not be part of a church that is against homosexuality because that's hypocrisy and a lot of people have said that he hates gay people which I think is a little bit unfair but at the same time, uh, he, he appears to be severely right-wing. What I will say about also Scott Card is this. He can't write for shit. If if this is to be – this is anything to go by, there, there was um, – the actual um, world is based in his book called Empire. And he didn't act- write the script. Peter David, who wrote a lot of incredible Hulk books, did. But mm-hmm. there are lines like – I haven't told you this yet because I was saving it for the podcast, but you'll love it – a character at the end says, Oh yes, yes, you know, I couldn't tell you. Anonymity was the key and everyone goes Ah oh. <laughs>
1: oh, God, and one then, of the friends Tom would love that.
0: Yep. And then the Cobra Commander comes out and goes, Who are you? And the guy I play basically Nathan Drake goes comes out and goes, I'm nobody And everybody And I'm like, That is the worst line I have ever heard But you know it's fun. I ignore the plot, it's it's just bunkum. But uh, <laughs> It's Drake. safe to say
1: that too many games haven't really come out like this at all. It seems to be the resurgence of the, this Metrovania series that everyone seems to be really loving. You know, think doing, doing an old classic and actually sprucing it up and, and putting new technology. Because let's face it, it looks fantastic for a yes. uh, downloadable game. Yeah,
0: absolutely. It's, uh, it's, there are times when you're watching it when you think this kind of looks a little... Well, uh, to begin with, before you're all armoured up, you look like Nathan Drake and it feels a bit like... <laughs> side on um, Uncharted at times. And then later on, it's, it starts feeling a bit kind of Metal Gear Solid as well because you're fighting against these giant mechs and you've got the uh, laser sighting and stuff and it, it genuinely feels kind of technological. And that There's a, a theory that there would have been a 16-bit Metal Gear Solid and it would have been kind of like this, like this. If, if Kojima could work with what was at that time cutting-edge technology. He would have made something a bit like Alien 3 on the SNES, and maybe a little bit like Metroid and, and Castlevania, and, and he'd probably made a Metal Gear Solid that's kind of like this, only there's no stealth whatsoever. You can be stealthy if you want to, but you just charge into a room and kill dudes, and then when you leave the room and you come back, they're back again. So it's... It's, it's not... It's not t- tactical espionage action. It's all-out guns-blazing, Michael Bay movie explosion-type stuff. I mean, this... This is the real Splosion Man for me. <laughs> yeah.
1: Somewhat different. Ms. Splosion Man has one button.
0: Yeah. Explode. Nah. explode. If Splosion Man had had a foam gun, a jet pack, and the ability to go supersonic, I mean, there's, there's a bit where you get the power to go... At, You know, dazzling speeds after five seconds of running. And that suddenly becomes a puzzle game because you're thinking, right, that wall there can be broken through if I run at it, but I've only got about three seconds worth of run up. So you're scanning the area and trying to work out how you can basically get up to a run. And eventually you are three screens along and you go, ah, so if I start running now... And you start running, and then you jump up and over, and then you go down, and then you go up, and then you go through, and then you burst through the thing, which you didn't have the run up to before. And you feel so satisfied. It's, it's great.
1: Well, maybe I love it, because that sounds exactly like Trials HD.
0: <laughs> I, think, <laughs> <a weird> way. <laughs> I think it's a tragedy that this one passed you by so what I'm going to do is I'm bringing my uh, hard drive over tomorrow night and uh, I think Sharon's yeah, going to th- be there until late anyway because otherwise she's just going home to an empty house so we're going to play a bit of uh, tra- um, Shadow Complex and you can just get get a feel for it
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm actually not going to bring any criticism to it because like I said, I wasn't blown away by the trial but that really means nothing I just feel like you know it's a kind of game that I normally not that kind of interested in. I mean, strangely, I've been playing Batman, which we'll, we're, we're going to cover next week because I've completed it, but Alex wants to, uh. Yeah, I want to play, play it. Yeah, you know, have some, a proper discussion on it. But, um, it Batman, obviously, it, it shares some very shocking similar kind of ideas where there's a treasure hunt. One. Yeah, there's a lot of treasure hunt and a lot of stuff isn't accessible until you have the, you know, all the gadgets and a lot of the gadgets, That's... even from the first area, aren't available up until the final, uh, encounter of the, you know, the final end boss of the game where then it resets really you back into the world and says, oh, off you go time to be treasure hunt. So it, in, in that respect, it's almost very Metrovania-like in itself. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm not going to criticize it because I, I actually want to, I probably will sit down and play it. It's just, for me now, we're, we're entering game season, hence this this new uh, incarnation of the podcast. Um, you know, there's a hell of a lot of other stuff that's going to be out and to play. So, uh, so, but overall, do we think this is a better year than last year?
0: Oh, I haven't rated Shadow Complex yet. Oh yeah, gone five. There you go. Next. There you go. Better go year than you- last year? Yes simply yeah. because there was just a few extra more games which were better. I mean, this if you consider Bionic Commando last year and now Shadow Complex this year, it is a step up from Bionic Commando. There's even a bit where you get like a little Bionic Garm grappling hook, and I'm like, that's cheeky, because it, it does exactly the same thing. I mean, this dude can jump.
1: <laughs> it actually does seem somewhat... I mean, it, it's almost like um, Trials HD is almost a bit like... That, uh Geometry was two from last year with its, its leaderboard structure and, you know, the yep. repetitive play of it. Um, Shadow Complex probably is very, very similar in, in many respects to kind of the innovation that we've come to kind of respect from what Braid was doing. with. I think, you know, Braid's a fantastic title and it's very hard to put up against any of them. But, you know, if you actually look at the lineup, uh, Gallagher Legions against Teenage Mutant, it's probably very similar in, in the way that it's kind of been representative. Castle Crashers, was a big multiplayer thing, which again, it's kind of been mac- lacking from this year. Maybe Marvel's
0: Ninja Turtles?
1: Yeah, there you go. No, it's like nowhere a, near that's, a, good. that's a serious step down. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't think too, too many people would be happy with that comparison. But let's face it, I mean, whether they're better than last year or, or not, it's it's fantastic to see these quality arcade games hitting the service um, and the service growing and growing and growing. And of course, with uh, the, the PlayStation Store still uh, putting out stuff like Shatter, which...
0: Oh, speaking of which, actually, yeah, we have a shatter code to give away. Yeah, um, we basically uh, asked everyone to uh, tweet at us, digital at ca- Digital Cowboys, Digital Cowboys Game Club coming soon, right? Yeah. And picking out of a hat, we came up with a drum roll. We need a drum roll. Drum roll.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Zero signal. Is- oh, I spoke right over it. I'm sorry.
0: Right. The winner is Zero Signal, Sean O'Brien. Uh, and, yeah, so, tell you what, Zero, email us, and we will send you your code.
1: Or just send us a di- direct uh, message on Twitter, or, I, uh, yeah, something like that. And this is for Shatter
0: on the PSN, and I will just briefly talk about this, because I haven't really had time to really play this properly. Yeah, we
1: both I played think, it, yeah, I mean, give quite, a bit think, of love to the PlayStation Network as well. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, I played it for about half an hour, and I really need to play it more. All I will say is, I wouldn't normally play this kind of game. It's a uh, Geometry Wars-style sort of oh. pulse-pounding, <laughs> boof, 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 kind of uh arcadey p- paddle game where you bounce a ball off of blocks but it gets so elaborate and so uh, it's, it's, it's breakout but it takes it yeah. to the next level so it's an evolution of it so possibly how uh, Space Invaders evolution was it Space Invaders
1: evolved? Extreme iPhone? Extreme? Oh no on the iPhone it was yeah, the uh, iPhone.
0: it was evolved evolving
1: yeah evolution that's the one. I'll get you back to that, I remember.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so you, you bounce the ball off the uh, various blocks. I'm not sure it's got enough legs to keep dragging me back, but, uh, we, yeah, we will want to carry on with that one and, uh, check it out and yeah. we'll be soon with it.
1: I think maybe we'll talk about it maybe a bit more next week. I mean, I've, I've spent... And like Sean
0: that. can tell us how what he thinks of it as well. Yeah,
1: exactly, yeah. I, I spent probably about an hour along with the game and it's, it's all to do with the suck and blow of the balls.
0: Yeah, is. you can suck and then
1: you can blow. <laughs> Yeah, let's not go down that route. Indeed, right. More to come next week, but a good game. Okay. So that probably about wraps it up for what we've been playing this week. Let's say have got other games to talk about. Batman, I've you know, spent a lot of time with Batman uh yesterday and completed. Spent it, a lot so. of time
0: with Batman.
1: Yes, and uh I'll s i guess I'll save my opinions of that, but it yeah, pretty it's a pretty good game. I'll just leave it at that. I'm gonna so, play it now as soon as I'm done with this. <laughs> just to finish off, um this week. I'm going to run down what's out next next Friday or this Friday, should I just say coming this in. Friday, coming soon, uh, and just to see whether either of us will be picking up any of these games, where we're renting or potentially buying them. Okay. So on the PSP, we have Dissidia Final or Final Fantasy Dissidia. You have a PSP. I have a PSP, but um, never really been a big fan of the earlier series, so probably not going to be picking that one. On. I will do Vic on the 360, in the PS3. That's the realistic flight sim. Oh, you know me so well, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's a, there was a demo out on the Xbox 360. It, it was, it was, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's not my type of game, so uh, it seems pretty damn good, and I know the shift crew really, really like it as well, so uh, probably if you're interested in that, go pick it up. Uh, Guilty Gear 2 overtune for the Xbox 360. Alex, you're the fighting man. Um,
0: I was thinking about getting Blaze Blue while I was in America, and I've, mm. I suppose I could just get Guilty Gear, because it's about the same. And all the 2D fighting oh. game fans were like, oh my god, I can't believe you said Blaze Blue is the same as Guilty Gear, which is the same as Garrett Mark god, and the Wolves!
1: You, you remember all the animation issues we've heard from some other cast and all the different, so. you know, I know um, lots of people have told us, oh my god, it's nowhere near as good as Blaze Blue. Uh, no, uh,
0: no, 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 you sure that's not King of Fighters
1: 12? Is that King of Fighters? yeah
0: oh, completely God. different from Guilty Gear you don't know you don't know anything right <laughs> next
1: I don't know my fighters oh no
0: I don't even know this stuff seriously
1: well one I actually may actually rent maybe I'm not going to pick it up but I may actually rent Soul Calibur Broken Destiny the new Soul Calibur game for, you know, for the PSP okay which does interest me actually but, uh it's for the PSP and really the final one to bring this all up and they were all coming out on the 4th of September so this Friday but whilst we're aware at PAX I'm hoping to come home because we come home on the Wednesday, Come home on the Tuesday. Tuesday. We come on the Tuesday, the same day, the 9th of the 9th, 09, Beatles
0: Rock No, we Rock come Band. home on the 8th. The Wednesday is the 9th. And Beatles Rock Band will be
1: out the day after we come back. Let me check. Yes, we do come back on Wednesday, but I'm hoping gameplay will get No, we come and, back on the Tuesday. I mean, the game comes out on the Wednesday. On the, the game indeed comes back on the Wednesday. Um... Which, you know, weird release time schedule games don't normally come out on Wednesday, but hey, you know... I'm not
0: complaining, I get it a little bit earlier. And so
1: I'm, I'm hoping I can come back and it'll be sitting on my doorstep from so um, Gameplay, who normally manages to get stuff out on the 1st I've had step. it
0: sent to me from Game, or at least I hope I have.
1: So, uh, yeah, that's... I think I'll definitely be picking that one up.
0: Well, we, we, we know we, we've already ordered it, so, yeah. <laughs> but yeah,
1: definitely be picking that one up. It's but, a rock
0: but, uh, band, it's Beatles,
1: enough said. Big release, obviously on the Xbox 360, the PS3 and the Wii... Um, bundles galore in the final by looks at like the Rock Band 2 drum kit finally makes it way in the uh, the Beatles form uh, ridiculously highly priced of course Yep. So yeah, definitely be picking up I'm looking forward to that the achievement list is finally coming out as well so uh, it seems that you need to be pretty good at expert guitar and uh, pretty good at singing by looks of like the list but hey what can you do
0: ok will and that, that happens- do for game
1: club <laughs> Yes, I've been mucking around the new PS3 firmware update come out, but I think we'll talk about that next week as well. Um, so I think for the initial quick show of the Digital Cowboys Game Club, that's not a bad first episode.
0: That was not a bad first episode. Okay, right, um, catch you next week. We this. Okay, right, we aren't going to be out on Saturday, we we don't think, anyway. Uh, we I, I might do a very sort of... Uh, Quick show, but um, I, I think we're probably going to be doing a Sunday show in our hotel room at PAX after we've seen everything and done everything. And after pretty much everything's done, and we'll be knackered, but that'll be a fun one. And we'll be releasing it in the UK basically pretty much straight afterwards, so that'll probably be around... Uh, oh, actually, it goes the other way. So in America, that'll be in the late afternoon. In the UK, that'll actually be really early Monday morning. Yeah, so... so. Sorry about the timing, guys, but uh, we're kind of busy this weekend.
1: <laughs> yeah, sit tight. Of course, if you actually want to contact us about any of these games that we've talked about, you can obviously talk. Uh, send us a voicemail, which we will honestly play on next week's show. Sorry, McFluffin. <laughs> Lord, that voicemail thing. Go yes, on. Uh, the digital cowboys. Not next <laughs>
0: week's show. The week after.
1: Okay, uh, <laughs> contact us at mailbag at digitalcowboys.com Twitter, and, of course, check on the website and leave any comments on the episode, and uh, we'll try our best to actually do read a mail for this particular episode if you've got anything to say about games, so it'll probably be slightly longer the next time we do this, probably not next Tuesday, the fact that we'll probably just come back and be Yes, and we'll, like,
0: uh, and we'll have literally just done a massive amount of podcasting beforehand.
1: So. But give us some feedback, if you think we can improve the structure of this, then let us know, because this is like the rough and ready version, and uh, hopefully it's something going into the winter, because there's... A lot of games.
0: There's gonna be games every single week for the next couple of months. Uh
1: yeah, you never know, maybe we'll talk about Batman on the uh won't be on this week's show, but, uh, if a big game that comes out, I'm, pr- I'm more than happy maybe to push it up into the, the main show if we've got something to that week, but, uh, see. We're just playing around with the format right now. Yeah. It's a good idea. And, uh, like I say, keep a lookout for the forums will come in very soon.
0: Okay. So. And thank you very much to Stephen Jones Count Stecks once again. He has been an absolute diamond with helping us out and just in the past. Now he's going to actually be given some serious responsibility on this one. And I feel he is totally up to the task.
1: Yep, and we're going to be looking for more people like that in the future. But more to come as and when we've done (laughs) PAX. You know we're going to PAX and we're stopped. We're going to PAX. PAX. Uh, Uh, So that means that, Alex, I've been Tony Atkins. And I've been Alex Shaw. Happy Trails.